Retro Hangover, supported via Patreon by listeners like you. We would especially like to thank patrons Lyle McCarns, Ashton Ruby, Randall Quiggle, Tony G, Studstill Smash the Milkman, Katie Quigg, Paul Romalo, Raging Demon, JC, Megan Caruso, Masked Keaton, Andrew Liguori, Ozzy Garcia, The Retro Vixen, Adam from The Good, The Bad, and The Backlog, Thunderdome Gaming Society, Disca Jenny E, Rick Firestone, Keith Gasper, Dave Jackson, Eric Guess, Kayla Jackson, Nomad from the Retro Wildlands Podcast, and Ashavet. Your continued engagement and generous donations are deeply appreciated. Welcome to The Flight, a consumable curation of champions and catastrophes that is considerate of your chronometer. It's the Retro Hangover Podcast again. We are giving you another episode of The Flight, as we are wont to do. There, I got it out of the way early. And it's me, I am Chris Copeland, and I am joined by Shane advertising his dick-dragging Koski. How are you doing tonight, Shane? That sounds highly illegal. It depends on the situation. Context matters, Shane. Context matters. Oh, you could okay. be in a yeah. You could be in a nudie bar. You know, you could be at Chippendales. Oh, <laughs> uh, I could be, but I'm I'm not I'm not built for that in every aspect of, of the world. Dude, no, I, I nobody heard wants dad to bots. see me in just a bow tie. Okay, like. <laughs> Tadbots were in. I don't know if they still are. I have no idea. I'm not. I'm not hip to the kids. I don't know. I guess it. Well, first of all, you should not be concerned with what the kids find attractive. I want to point that out. Well, that's true. Right now, but uh, <laughs> good God. But I don't know. I mean, I think it's still a thing. I, I see it thrown around every once in a while on this on the social media. So, you know, I mean, listen. At least one person found me attractive enough to hitch their hey. fucking wagon to my bullshit for the rest of time. So that's true. I feel like that's uh, you know what that's that's enough. Hey man, you got the luscious hair. You got the facial hair. Mm. You have a great headshot. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll I'll take that. I have all the things that you are not currently allowed to have but i'm actually exactly. looking I'm, I'm looking forward to when you are retired and then can just fucking let it all go i want <laughs> i want to see like homeless chris i can't yeah i do too <laughs> <laughs> probably i'm gonna be homeless when i do it and not not commercial worthy because this episode we are talking about our top favorite video game commercials yes the things that at least when we turned on the TV back in the day, we would watch, if you still watch TV, uh, now it's all like streaming. Who knows what we watch in terms of commercials nowadays? I mm. don't really watch them. I'm not going to say why, but you can watch commercials and you have favorites, I'm assuming. And you want to know what we think our favorites are. Uh, any additional things you want to say to this before we get into our list? Uh, I will just say that I found it surprisingly difficult to determine what was and was not a commercial versus like 
a trailer or something that Good was point. released online because there was like a number of things that came to mind where I was like, oh yeah, I want to include that. And then I went and looked it up and I was like, oh right, that was never actually a commercial. Like like the trailer for Dead Island, which in my opinion is still like probably the best fucking video game trailer oh, ever it's made. Fantastic. So um, good. I was like, that's that's my fuck, that's my number one. I'm putting that shit on there. And then I went and looked it up and I was like, oh right. This was <laughs> this was never a commercial. <laughs> so just, so what yeah. I'm saying is you guys need to suggest a top top five game trailers, and then we'll Ooh. we'll do that. There you go. Ooh. I think that's another thing. Like when you go on YouTube and you do see advertisements, because they do watch advertisements. I was joking. I don't always use Adblock. In fact, I never use Adblock. Mm. I'm a good boy. Right. Uh, yes, we are <laughs> legally obligated to say that. I'm moving away from what I just said. In any case, when I watch <laughs> these uh, advertisements on YouTube, like a lot of these advertisements are just directly derived from the trailer itself. So it can be very easily confused nowadays. Because yeah. Yeah, they just essentially rip right off that. But I guess I'll I'll start this one off, Shane. Okay. And let me get into my number five. Number five. So I guess my number five is going to be a little bit of a high bar, depending on where you are in your childhood. Maybe it's a low bar. Maybe you think my pick sucks. That's fine. Uh, you can beat me up. If you want to, just like all friends do and all friends get together and they like to beat the shit out of each other, just like the Nintendo characters do and Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 64. Uh, this is, yeah, well, this is one of those advertisements. I just think that it really captured what Nintendo needed to capture for, for the Western audience in terms of communicating, hey, you can be Pikachu and Yoshi and Mario and you can body slam each other. Not to mention, this was kind of at the height of the WWE Attitude Era when wrestling was gigantic and everyone was just kind of following it. So you have that angle on it as well. But this wasn't something you typically saw in a Nintendo game with everyone crossing over and doing things. And just the absurdity of what you saw in this commercial, a bunch of people in these mascot outfits just hammering each other with uh, so happy together playing in the background was just it's perfect. It's a commercial that. Is, is rather timeless. It's not even like set in the 90s, which I had a really difficult time, you know, s separating myself from like 90s nostalgia and what it could actually be a really good commercial. I think this one really hits those vibes. So my number five is Super Smash Brothers for the N64. That commercial is great. I love it. I like it. All right. Well, my number five uh, also happens to be right around that era. It was the Mortal Monday commercial Very good for Mortal Kombat. Now, uh, if you've listened to the show, you, you, you might have picked up on the fact that maybe I'm not the biggest fan of the first Mortal Kombat and also am categorically awful at fighting games, but that does not take away from the fact that this commercial is fantastic. Um, just, it's so fucking hype. Like, and you don't, I feel like you don't get that anymore right like it, this commercial is just like this huge crowd of people descending on this city center with this like one dude doing the now iconic like mortal Kombat scream which fun fact by the way that uh that clip from that commercial is what is in the mortal Kombat theme song that was in the movie later on so there you go it also uh inspired probably one of the best parts of the movie but anyway um so <laughs> yeah it's just it's a really great commercial it does 
all the right things like to get you just super pumped for this like it's got all the 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 sizzle reel clips from the game it's like i said it's got this huge crowd of people just gathering together for this and it's got that awesome like backing music that just gets you pumped so uh so yeah mortal monday man that was that was a good one um and that is why it is my number five oh yeah big big deal mortal monday was and that commercial is epic Love hell it. yeah Number four. My number four, I'm kind of cheating. I'm combining a bunch because they fall under a certain category, and I, I almost want to move this one higher. I'm not sure. It probably should be higher. But all the Kevin Butler PS3 commercials, they are <laughs> absolutely brilliant, though the dear PlayStation ones. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was just watching some today because I remember oh, they're so good. And like, I remember one where this guy's like, Hey, what do I do to like entertain my family? His backyard's a mess. And like, he has all this outdoor stuff and here's Kevin Butler. And you know, his, he walks in this room where these kids are playing a PlayStation three and the guy's wife is sitting in a sofa. He's like, you could play the PlayStation three. And here's all these great entertainment things that you have. You don't have to spend too much money on. And then like, he's like, is that my wife? And like, you see him start massaging his wife's shoulder. And then you like, you see a dog. It's like, (laughs) yeah, he's got the puppy. The puppy's yes. like licking the side of her face, and the dude's just like, Jenny? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. It's so, all, like, and that's just one of them. They're so just deadpan humor, and I absolutely love them. And they were just all the rage. And it took me aback because one of the commercials is like, I'm from the future with the PlayStation Move, and everyone loves this, and it's coming out in 2010. And spoiler, no one loved it until the VR <laughs> came out. And even then, it was like really a niche crowd. So, yeah. Um, it was uh, it was great going back and watching those commercials because they still hold up. And it's a shame that Kevin Butler wasn't able to stay with the Sony advertising team. And they kind of fell on harsh terms because I think he did a commercial for Microsoft. But, oh, my, those commercials were just they were fantastic. And uh, oh, yeah, they're well sure. worth going back and watching. Yeah, that's my number four. Solid pick. Yeah. Um, well, my number four. And I'm 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 trying to hold back my reactions to some of these because I, I feel like. Maybe there's a lot of things in common on this list, but uh, my oh, number no. four happens to be the Super Smash Brothers commercial. <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, dude, that oh man, okay, it's such a I don't even I don't even like Super Smash Brothers. I have been very uh, yes open and honest about that, but this commercial is just fucking fantastic. Like, <laughs> especially at the time, right? Because up until now. Uh, or then, I suppose, if if you're if you're thinking in terms of back then, let's say now. But up until that point, uh, you know, Nintendo has always been like we're the super family friendly video game company. All of our characters are, you know, different varying levels of cute and or cuddly and whatever. And so they have this image that they've cultivated. And then this thing comes along and it starts out, you know, like how you'd expect. You're like, oh, look, all of the mascots, they're all getting along and their arms locked side by side, skipping through a field to this, you know, happy music. And that's, man, that sure is the Nintendo we all love. And then Mario is a fucking dick and just trips <laughs> Yoshi <laughs> out of nowhere. As he, is, as he is want to do. Yeah, as he is want to do. And then just starts an all out brawl. And as a kid, seeing like Mario gut punch Donkey Kong, <laughs> you're just like, what the fuck is happening? 
and it was so good, the greatest thing. So, in my opinion, <laughs> that commercial, best thing that's ever happened when it comes to Super Smash Brothers. So there you go. That's that's my number four. <laughs> number three. Well, I do like your number four pick because it was my number five. So thank you, Shane. Mm. Uh, we, very, we have good taste, I would have to say. So my number three is a big nostalgia piece for me. And I'm sure it will be for you, as probably a lot of these commercials are now that I think about it. Uh, it's the Crash Bandicoot commercials oh, and, yeah. and writ large the ps1 commercials where you have this dude in a crash outfit which by the way was entirely cringe during the game awards for what it's worth yeah but during yeah uh during the mid 90s the way that it was taking it to nintendo which up to this point was this monolith of everything video game unless you were a sega fan which probably by this point had pretty much migrated over to sony anyway because no one bought the saturn but you see like this dude in this outfit, like almost like this metal patient, just taking it to Nintendo. I don't even think he was outside their building. He was outside another building. I'm not going to go into the history of this. It doesn't matter. The commercials oh, were hilarious. No, he was he was <laughs> super outside of Nintendo headquarters with a fucking bullhorn. They, yes, he was. They, I, I, PlayStation had zero chill in, the, in those commercials. No, they it was it was less chill than what was going on with what Sega was doing to Nintendo. They didn't give a shit. He's out there and he's just blasting Nintendo like, oh, you have stupid baby plumber games. And I'm like, you have great environments and like super like more interesting, mature games. And yeah, fuck you, Mario. I'm like, cool. And he's getting escorted by security and stuff. Awesome commercials. I love it. Um, another, it's, it makes me wish that like Sony more adopted Crash Bandicoot as their mascot because I think they could have done a lot more. I understand why they didn't. And mm-hmm. they're probably better for it. But that that's why so many people identified Crash as the mascot of the Sony PlayStation during that time. It, these these commercials were just hilarious. You never saw really anything like it. It was more like kind of cheap shots, very '90s things that you would get from Sega. Was like, oh, we have blast processing, and then now this is just some dude talking smack directly to Nintendo, <laughs> like directly to Nintendo. Uh, just just so amazing, and it, yeah, I love those commercials. They're all great. So that's my number three, Crash Bandicoot for the PS One. Love it. Yeah, that that actually almost made it onto my list. So those are those are really good. Uh, all right. My number three, the the middle of the pack is uh, the Christmas of 2000 Diablo two commercial. This thing, uh, it's not it's not quite in the same vein as the other ones where it was like super like funny or edgy or or whatever. It was just really cool, like especially back then. Um, so the setup is this guy has just moved into this like suburban neighborhood and you're getting this sort of voiceover from him of just like basically saying like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on with all my neighbors because all of his neighbors are characters from Diablo two. So you see like the sorceress in full sorceress get up, just like jogging down the street with a baby carriage. And then yes. Yeah. And then you see like the barbarian, like it's his like next door neighbor and he's trying to trim his hedges and this barbarian is on the other side, just whacking the shit out of the hedges with an ax and just staring him in the face. And, uh, and then the whole thing ends with him being like, yeah, now this is all, you know, I'm trying to figure out what, what is the source of this? And now it's invading my own life. 
And then you see him like laying in bed and then he like rolls over and his wife is full Amazon outfit with a fucking javelin. And she's just like, is something wrong, honey? It's just, it's so good. Um, It was just really cool. Like seeing the actual Diablo two playable characters, like done in this like live action setting like that. And it's a pretty entertaining premise too. And you know, also it's Diablo two. So of course I'm going to like it. Um, But yeah, so that's, that's my number three. I need to see that one. I I have never seen that one. Oh, it's it good. Interesting now. I gotta see it. Number two. Okay, so my number two pick. Do you want it? I Do you need I it? No, maybe. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It is the PlayStation Three saliva commercial. <laughs> that it's oh fucking saliva. <laughs> That's the most two thousands thing. Like, yes, it is. That commercial is so fucking hype, man. Like, I think at that time I had no interest in getting a PS3 because I think it was like six hundred dollars or four hundred dollars or five hundred dollars as the secondary option. Like, stupid expensive, and like yeah. the only game that was out for it that anyone gave a shit about was Metal Gear Solid Four. Like, there was nothing, and. Leading up to that, you had those stupid, weird, like padded room crying baby baby commercials. Yeah, yeah, there was nothing. And then all of a sudden they come out with this brilliant ad, in my opinion. And like as someone who is like totally into rock music at the time, especially like a band like Saliva, as as many people were, that commercial is just like the, the way they graphically engineer it and kind of advertise all the components that came with the PlayStation 3. That commercial is just it's straight hype. It's just straight cool. It's straight awesome. I I oh, it just it still gets me hyped. It still wants me to go out and buy a new PlayStation 3 even though that's not possible anymore. And I already have two. I don't need any more. So like <laughs> it's so it's just it it oozes cool to me. And it takes the best part of that song, too, because if I listen to that song by Saliva, which I think is Welcome to the Show, I don't know what it's called, but um, whatever that song is called, if I listen, if you listen to that as a standalone song, it's nowhere as near as good as it is when it's accompanied by this commercial. You have to convince me otherwise that that song was not made implicitly for that commercial because it just it ties in too well. It's it's perfect. That commercial, it's a minute long. Uh, so it's probably like a, tra- I won't, I don't want to call it a trailer because it's not a trailer. It's probably like an advertisement, a movie. I can't remember. They had a shortened one for TV. I'm sure they did because mm-hmm. I remember seeing it on TV, but oh, it made me want a PS3. I was like, God damn it. I have an <laughs> Xbox 360 and a Wii. I, I hate you. Damn but, you saliva uh, and your damn you lip rings and your wallet chains. Yes. And dating Amy Lee from. Evanescence before like you made songs about hating each other. Uh, I think that yeah. happened. Did that happen? I think I, it did. I think so. Anyway. I don't yeah. know. I'm not. I'm my 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 two thousands alt rock drama is a little rusty right now, but yeah. <laughs> it's it's been a minute. It feels like yesterday. It does. It's it's yeah. been a minute. But awesome commercial. All right. Well, my number two is uh well, this is gonna be a theme, I guess, for the rest of my list, but is it it's actually mm-hmm. a collection of commercials. And that is uh, the World of Warcraft celebrity commercials. Oh, those were good. Those were so good. Yeah, they were, man. I mean, they are definitely of a time for sure. Because, I mean, when we're talking celebrities, 
you know, every everybody knows the Mr. T one, right? You know, the, um, I'm Mr. Right. T and I'm a night elf mohawk. Like everybody knows that. <laughs> um, but then there's like, they had Vern Troyer, they had Jean-Claude Van Damme, they had William Shatner, Aubrey Plaza, uh, and of course, really? the legendary Chuck Norris. Um, and the thing is, is like the night elf mohawk and the Chuck Norris jokes just got driven into the fucking ground. And so they became super cringy. Um, and so like looking back on it now, it's probably a little cringe, but if you put yourself in the, like the height of world of Warcraft fever, like right around when wrath of the Lich King was, uh, just coming out. Cause that was around the time that these, this series of commercials came out was right around then. And this was also peak. Wow. As far as population, um, where they were like pegging out at like fucking 10 million concurrent players, which is absolutely bananas. Um, Are you talking about pegging? I, I yes. Uh, well, I had to throw oh. it in there for Adam. So you're welcome, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Hi, Ray Ray. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so you have to think of it in that context. And if, especially if you were like really deep into wow, like I was at the time, these commercials were, were great. Cause you're just like, it was one of the few times where a game, development company was like almost well not even almost they were just super self-aware like they knew about you know some of the inside jokes that were occurring in the player base of their game and they used that for these commercials and at the time that was like a really cool thing and it was it was funny and it was well done and the chuck norris one like they they knew exactly what they were doing because anybody who played wow you you know what i'm talking about fucking baron's chat was a cesspool and is probably still is. Uh, but at the time it was just nothing but Chuck Norris jokes. And so that's why they even got Chuck Norris to do these commercials in the first place. So the, the announcer in the commercial, like he, he, there's a couple of jokes that they throw out there, but the one that I, that I liked the most was, uh, there, there are 10 million people in the world of Warcraft because Chuck Norris allows them to live. And it's just like, yes. it's just, it's so dumb, but they were so good. And of course the whole Mr. T thing was, was great too. You know, he's just like, I'm a night elf Mohawk. And then the guy like off screen, just like, Oh, Mr. T, that's not a thing. Um, so anyway, yeah, just good, good, good times, especially if you were a wow nerd. So that is why it is my number two. You're making me nostalgic for life back then. Yeah. Uh, that's times. a, that is, that is a constant separate topic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Number one. I guess it's time for my number one. I guess so. Is is this a commercial that anybody saw or anyone will be nostalgic for? Probably not. But this is a commercial that is near and dear to my heart. And I don't think I could put it anywhere other than the number one spot. Mm. If you want to talk about mice getting to rockets and scary cats... It is the commercial for Choo Choo Rocket from Japan. And <laughs> I have never seen this. <laughs> you need to watch this. It will take 20 seconds of your time. It's not very elaborate. It has very, very crude animation with a guy playing guitar. And literally, I think that's the Japanese uh, uh, lyrics. It's, it's Choo Choo Rocket, let's save the mice. Choo Choo Rocket, the cat is very scary. Choo Choo Rocket, <laughs> the rocket... Uh, is so awesome to ba 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 ba. That are, those are lyrics. That's the lyrics. And like you see a bunch of mice running towards a rocket, and then you see a cat trying to eat the mice, and then it just kind of loops. 
And it's, like I said, very crudely animated. It's for the Dreamcast. It's probably one of the first, like, foreign commercials I'd ever seen in my life. It's from a website called, uh, I think it was called uh, IGA, the International Gaming Association or whatever. Like, one of those websites before 2000, obviously, because this was a launch game for the second Dreamcast, so it had to have been. And that's where I watched it on. And I just remember absolutely falling in love with this commercial because it's just absurdly cute and odd at the same time. And it's, I don't know. Is it the best commercial out there? There's a lot of others I could have put in this place. Like uh, the Link to the Past dancing commercial was, mm. was something I almost put on there. But this is just, it's short. It's to the point. It makes me interested. It's rather obscure. And I love my obscure bullshit. And it's adorable. So... Choo-choo Rocket for the for the Dreamcast in Japan is my number one advertisement uh, commercial specifically on my list. I'm going to turn it over to you, Shane, so you can turn, close this out. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that the uh, the Sagata Sanshiro commercials didn't come up in your list anywhere for the Saturn. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about those. There's, oh, I don't know why <laughs> I didn't you're think like, about those. Now, now I got to rethink my whole list. This is this is a disgrace upon my name as a, as as self proclaimed Saturn fan. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go crawl into a hole and cry. Sorry, Saturnians. <laughs> Also, I am I am surprised that that fantastic like infomercial spoof for Sonic Two is not on your list because it was almost on mine. It originally was. It originally was, uh, and I I took it off after I saw the Smash Brothers commercial again. I'm like, oh yeah, I like that one more. Uh, okay, well, honorable mention then, I guess. Yes. Uh, well, un- I, well, maybe unfortunately, I don't know. My number one is not going to be very surprising because uh, somebody already talked about it, but. Oh. My number one is uh, all of the Kevin Butler PlayStation commercials. <laughs> yes. They're so fucking good. Every, they're so good. Like every single one is just gold. Like they're so good. Like, And there's so many great lines from them too. I just, I loved the humor. Um, like the one about uh, the, the kid where he's just like, dear PlayStation, how do I get my grandma to stop watching Blu-rays on my PS3? And he was just like, do you know what your grandmother did for fun when she was your age? She pushed a hoop with a stick. And he's like, what? <laughs> but wait, he's like, a stick. He's like, but I want a, a stick. A stick. <laughs> so fucking good. Oh, man. Also, the best one-liner, in my opinion, out of all of those, and it's something that just gets brushed right by, but it's so good, is he's just like, don't believe everything you read on the internet. That's how World War One got started. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, fucking what? <laughs> That was the two ninety nine commercial. I heard that you're lowering the price to two ninety nine. There's yeah. a bunch of two ninety nine stuff. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. That's right around you. Don't believe. It. Yeah. And then he goes in that line. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. That. Uh, I didn't even own a PS3, but that whole run of commercials was just genius. And yeah, it is it's a, brilliant. It's such. It is such a bummer that they, you know, Butler and PlayStation had that falling out. Which, for a stupid thing, by the way, it's totally Sony's fault. Because it wasn't even a Microsoft commercial. It was it was a commercial for like racing or something. And they it, and they were playing Mario Kart in the commercial. And Sony oh, was wow. like, fuck you, that's like a breach of contract because you dared to touch a Nintendo thing. And they like sued him over it or something. Um and so it was it was super shitty anyway. Um, and they shot themselves in the foot because like that whole series of commercials, in my opinion, was like the or the reason that the PS3 was as popular as it was. Like when people think back to that, like this is what they associate 
with that era of PlayStation. Yeah, and that's also when the PlayStation started turning the corner too. And yeah, when it started like picking up a lot of sales, probably because of the pi- price drop, but those advertisements certainly helped it. Like huge boon. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so that is. Uh, I, I did some shifting of my list, and some people might be surprised that like the WoW or Diablo two ones weren't at my top because obviously, but that had to take the number one spot just because of how consistently good every single one of those commercials were. Oh, yeah. I think we pointed out some really good commercials. Uh, there was a lot we left off. We kind of talked about them here. So, you know, what are your favorite commercials? Go ahead and leave a comment in our Discord, I guess, or on the social medias when we post this. And we, we would love to hear what you think because, oh, there's so many out there. And maybe we missed some that we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. But I guess like, this is uh, the time. Yeah. Like, 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 the, like the Jam Sessions commercial from Australia. That that was almost on oh my, my list. I didn't even see this one. See, this is why we do this. Yeah. Here's Oof. here's the short here's the short version of it. I'm sure our Aussie listeners probably would appreciate this one if you remember seeing it when you were younger. But it was jam sessions for the DS, right? It's this kid's birthday, and this girl shows up and gifts him jam sessions. And then his mom comes in with a cake, and all the candles are lit. She starts singing happy birthday, and the kid looks at the cake and he just stands up and goes, Whoa, 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 whoa what the fuck is this? And slaps the cake <laughs> out of her hand. And he goes, fucking sponge cake? Fuck! And then sits down. It's it's the, it's the like, it's a short commercial, but it is so good. And the only reason it didn't get on my list is because obviously I'm not Australian and you know I wanted to have a list of things that I had somewhat of a personal connection with, but that is that commercial is just, mm, it's so good. That's amazing. Anyway, I guess this is the time where we close it out. Now I got to go watch that commercial. Um, <laughs> I can't buy the game, so oh well. <laughs> so Shane, how about yeah. you let everyone know while I'm trying to catch my breath? Sure. Uh, where What we do. Uh, well, if you are listening to this, then you're already here. So uh, A plus Hi. on that one. Hello. We're, we're glad that you're here. We hope you enjoyed this list. And uh, if you yourself would like to contribute to choosing these topics for our top five flight episodes, then you can become a patron of the show. And all you got to do to do that is head on over to linktree slash retro hangover. It's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash retro hangover. And uh, choose the, the, the button that says Patron, Patreon, Patron, Patreon, one of those things. It says wow. that. You'll find it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, pay, it, I almost made it sound like a Transformer there for a second. Pa- pa- we can pa- be. Pa- patron. Anyway. You, tra- um, you transform from a uh, from a uh, non-patron to a patron. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Yeah, you can. You too can become a truck. Um, yes. Asterix, we do not guarantee you will actually become a truck. Uh, but anyway, you can certainly try. Uh, by becoming a patron of the show. And uh, then you can vote on these as well. And uh, also, for as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to a bunch of awesome extra content, including, at the time of this recording, the King of Games 1992 series that is running on our Patreon. It will eventually go out to the masses on this here's feed, but uh, if you want to get in on that action early, that is how you do it. And uh, we pulled together... A really great panel of uh, podcasts from 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 all over to uh, act as judges and determine objectively and scientifically 
the of best course. game of 1992. No yeah, no questions. Do not add us. So, uh, you know, feel free to check that out. And while you're over at that link tree, you can check out some other stuff. We got a merch store. We got all our socials. Uh, we have the public discord. If you want to jump in there, we always have great conversations going there as well as the monthly high score challenge and our RH review crew. It's kind of like a book club, but for games. So it's obviously cooler and, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of good stuff. So, so go check it out. And, uh, Chris, anything you'd like to add? Yeah, because if you want to see us live and see our wonderful faces that we were talking about being advertisement worthy, just head to twitch.tv slash retro hangover. One day, one day in the future, who knows how far, you might get to see Homeless Chris. You don't know, <laughs> but you won't know unless you go to twitch.tv slash retro hangover and stay subscribed for like two to three years. So there you go. There you go. Just, you know, a real minor commitment. Minor, minor <laughs> to see Homeless Chris. Uh, well, I suppose with all of that being said, until next time, play with your I gotta buy those joysticks. <laughs>